What's up? That's yes. right. Yes. We're back. Mm-hmm. We're freaking back, baby. We are. It's just every week I'm like, we're not going to be back. And then we are. And it mm-hmm. blows my mind that yeah. we are here. Um, I'll, I don't know why I started it like that. I actually get very excited to do this because it's the only <laughs> opportunity I get to hang out with my best friend, Will Neff, <laughs> which yeah. we were talking about before yeah. the intro. Yeah. So let's get back to that for a second. You have some grievances. You, I told you I couldn't make it. Australians, we partied. No. With no, you you told me you couldn't make it. No, 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 no. I told you after the fact that I could not. You make said it. at ten thirty, yeah, let's do it. Let's pregame. And I was like, I'm going to pregame. Come. Oh, wait, it's kind of weird. What's up? You coming out? Where are you? Hello. At eleven o'clock, radio silence for the entire evening. So, in my defense, I'm a bad friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but in my defense, I, I. Uh, so in my mind, I, I needed to eat some guacamole. Well, I needed, I needed salsa. What is your pre-going out ritual? <laughs> you were watching anime in bed eating salsa. Yes, that was, that was what I was doing. I d- well, I wasn't in bed when I was eating the salsa. I've made that mistake before. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't try that at home. Jesus. Yeah, my, my, my comforter was like, it's just, it's very hard to get off. It doesn't fully come off. Even the the mattress had like a protective cover over it, and it seeped through it. And yeah, nothing makes young ladies feel comfortable visiting like some salsa stains. I mean, it's just you know, well, they didn't know because I put new <laughs> oh. covers on. Oh, it. got it. It was a faint smell <laughs> of Chipotle. No, yeah, um, but yeah, no, I, I I ate some. Well, I was I got some guacamole, but I was like, I can't just order guacamole. Like, we got to have some tacos with that. So I had like a big meal. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, at at like approximately ten p.m. Oh, okay, I was really hungry, and uh, I had two tacos. And like, no wonder you're always so dead when you go out. Oh no no no! I Your don't pregame before. ritual is ludicrous. No 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 no! That's not always. That I'm at just... my house dancing naked in the mirror, taking tequila shots, and you're eating a full quinceanera spread. The way I see it bed. is the way I see it is a tequila shot's 150 calories per like one and a half ounces, right? Yeah. And I would that's that's And your taco platter is two thousand calories. No, 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 that's not true. I, I I literally weigh the shit. Uh like like the Chipotle guacamole proportion is like yeah. two hundred calories, um, two hundred and thirty calories, give or take. I'd rather have a, a Chipotle uh guacamole than yeah. have two shots to Yeah, then you're totally turned up. Well, I'm just saying I would no 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 in I, my mind. I'm that's just the, saying you go out flat as shit on the road. And okay, everyone but, is like, is Hassan upset? Like every time we go out, but that's not because I'm eating. Why people like assume you're a, like a goth boy or you're sad or or something is just wrong. That's not with because you. I'm eating though. I don't I don't eat before I go no, out. It's usually. because your pregame rit- like ritual is ludicrous. No, I have no. You're dude. doing you're doing liquor math before you go out, and you wonder why you're not more fun. Okay, 
when I eat, I don't go out. <laughs> Do you know how many shots of that guacamole you could be having instead of drinking that beer right I'm just, now? I'm fucking, I love my treats. Okay, I'm a treats boy. Yeah, and I feel saying. like empty calories that come from alcohol is uh, is not a substitute for, yeah. you know. I Dude, salsa. I just wish sometimes you could see yourself from the outside. No, no, I'm sure. It's, I, dude, the reason why I'm fucking so tired all the time is this, dude. It's this. I literally have, I put my, I put my body in the fucking sixth gear like three years ago and I have not dialed it back ever since. Yeah, that's true. So that's why. Cause like. I didn't do anything that day. So I was rested. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I streamed till four the night before and then okay, I did well, you just have more energy hours than I do. Of I'm just, I'm just telling you what I can Live do. filming on an Emmy award winning show. Okay. First. So I was spry. Okay. But I committed to take our friends out. So. You yeah. have more energy than myself. Mm. I'm just saying for me, I, I wake up at six, I'm reading. And then afterwards I'm streaming for 10 hours, eight hours. And then after that, like my brain is mush for like an yeah. hour and I want to like unwind a little bit. So I unwind by watching, you know, Baki punch out an earthquake or something. Right. And save the world that way. Yeah. And in the process, I'm like, well, I'm really hungry right now. I'm going to have some guac. <laughs> I'm just busting your balls. But that's why, like, I, I passed Speaking the of reading, out. we got a big news day. We do have, we do have, I mean, there's, there's a decent amount of news, but, like, we haven't really had this podcast to ourselves in a while. So yeah. I just thought that we could, like, you know, talk about what's going on in our oh. lives and whatnot. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is by the time this podcast airs, it won't, it will no longer be a thing, but, um, XQ Cal was, uh, staying at my place. Yeah. We tried to keep that a secret as best as possible. She's still there now? Like right now as yeah. we're recording this. Yes. Awesome. A literal fucking demon. <laughs> she is a demon. Why is that? It's just like, uh, first of all, um, he screams so much. <laughs> It's just like I'm doing nothing was, says good house guest like some blood curdling screaming. He orders <laughs> Marat loves him. Okay. Oh, okay. Because they got they both got that same kind of bad brain, if you know what I'm saying. So that like, okay. he, he loves him. He was like, that guy, he's he's crazy, but I, you know, I like him a lot. He loves all the Twitch streamers that he's met so far because yeah. they all are very similar to him in in nature. Uh and <sighs> he was like. He ordered Dave's Hot Chicken six times since I met him. Bro, I don't know if you realized, what? when we were at Creator Camp, yeah. they ate Dave's Hot for every meal. I'm the same way, though, which is why I love that. I love Dave's Hot. I eat it, like, every day. What? Yeah, you didn't know this? I mean, when I'm Dave's not making Hot my own food... Dave's Hot is maybe a once-a-week treat. Well, um... Dave's hot chicken. You're talking to me about saving tequila shot calories on a Friday and you eat Dave's hot for every meal. Well, I don't. I I usually cook my own meals, but when I don't, um, I get Dave's hot, yeah. Why are we doing a hashtag ad for Dave's hot chicken? But we're not. I am I, I, literally I, I, being I like accusatory of how violent it is on your system. Um, is it? I don't know. It's like Yes. It's like 1,200 calories per two tendies. Bullshit. No, it is. It's like... Oh, literally. yeah, because I read their caloric information that they gave me from the fast food place that fries chicken. Well, Shut yeah, the fuck up. 
Okay, well, it's it's tenders. They so. me they measured my individual serving of tenders to see them. No, do you know how many fucking like fats you're ingesting when you eat Dave's hot? For sure, it's an accepted. saturated fats. It's a, it's a, I accept. Well, I don't eat it every day, but I I like. You it. started it by saying you eat it every day. I would eat it every day if I could. I usually just cook my own. Okay, you know how this. often do you actually eat Dave's hot? Um, this week I had it when Felix came over because we were trying to figure out like yeah. what his like, you know, situation was. Okay. And he ordered two servings of it for himself and myself. And then he was like, oh, dude, I got to go. I'm late, dude. So he left. So and I ate all both servings. Yeah. Okay. I had four tendies. I had four Listen, tenders. I'm, we, we used to do that all the time. Yeah. We can't anymore. No, God, no. Did I'm I doing actually? All right, though. See... I've, I've actually lost. Uh, I've lost a lot of weight. Yep. So far, definitely gained a lot of muscle back. So I'm I'm happy, and my back is no longer like absolutely destroying Dude, me. My post COVID body is finally coming around. You know what's been helping? What Peloton bike? You've been Pelotoning, Dude. Can I tell you? This is gonna sound like a fucking ad. This We're doing like sound, what are we doing? This is gonna right sound now? like a fucking ad, but let me tell you. Obviously, I got the Peloton for Caroline. Fake grifter, communist, Hassan. No, listen, I got the Peloton for Caroline. She's like, I really want a Peloton. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. She's never going to, she's never used it. She uses it all the time. Oh, she does? But I was like, this wow. bike is so fucking stupid. You can just go to the gym. It's a fucking stationary bike. Go for a hype, whatever. Not sold. One night, I get done streaming at like 12 o'clock in the morning. Gym's closed. My building's gym is closed. Runyon is closed. And I'm like, is yeah, if you go to running at yeah, 12 o'clock, you're stabbed. serial killer. Right, exactly. <laughs> where, the, where the fuck am I going to work out? I'm like, all right, I, I have this fucking bike. I bought myself shoes when, when I first got it. Let me try it. Bro, let me tell you. I was 30 minutes in to a sexual affair before I realized I was on a Peloton again. It is way more sexual than you would ever think. Wait, really? Oh my, dude, there's one instructor. I won't say her by name but it was the first one I ever did. And she's like saying things to me that should not be said during an exercise. She's like, I want you to fucking take all your dark feelings and just let them out. Wait, she, really? She's like, I want you to say things to the screen right now, whatever you want one, to say. They're like influencers. I'm, I know, dude. One of the, one of the This most is Peloton's dark secret. It is so horny. And to that point, she put on the song, you know the song, I'm horny. Horny, horny, horny. She's like, how does the DJ know how I'm feeling right now? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what is, what, what? And I'm, I'm doing like 800 miles per hour. Calories are flying off. Sweat's dropping off my body. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm like 30 rides in. And they have a leaderboard. They have a fucking leaderboard. And I see people. I'm like, all right, Greg from Great Britain, you little bitch, you pretender. And I'm like trying to blast him off the leaderboard. So you want the instructor to notice you too. Hell yeah. You're, like, You're horny. I'm horny. They Look haven't said my, Will Neff yet, but one day they're going to say Will Neff. They're going to go, great, great job, Will Neff. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you fucking One of right. One of the, like the main, uh, there's like a, there's like a gay dude who's like the fucking biggest influencer. Yeah. And um, like my my brother's girlfriend, yeah, uh, has a Peloton and like loves it. Uh, now I feel very weird about it. Now that you told me, it's just like super it's horny, super horny. Yeah, because you know they, Marat's never touched that. Dude, shit. you know you know my theory <laughs> about spiking tea before you go to the gym, right? If you get a little horny, 
right before you go to the gym, best workouts of your life. Interesting. You can I've, harness the horny. I've never, I've, I should do that. I've had not done that. You got, you have to, that's, how, that's when you PR. So, but uh, yeah, no, one of the, one of the main dudes is a, is a Hasanabi head. I did not mm. know. And the only reason why I know is because uh, my brother's girlfriend was like, oh my God, this guy follows you. What I'm not going to lie. I already talked to my manager about like trying to get, allow them to do me, like let me do a guest host where I hop on the bike and I'm like, hey, everybody, that dial, turn it up for resistance. Those two numbers on your screen, resistance and speed, RPM. Together, they make your total output. We're getting into a ride today. 2000s house we got four hills let's go just fucking rip it okay dude. i'm not horny when you say that though give me, I, give me gets, everyone me, does the intro you have to do the intro. rile me up right now okay. give me give me like we're at listen the hassan i want you to take your entire week all that stress uh-huh. and i want you to put it into this hill one more hill i want you to feel it in your glutes i want you to feel that pulsating hot fire in okay. your glutes and i want you to drive through it everything you've got right now into oh, this God. hill okay give it to me yes Fuck. Yes, drive. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Okay, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. ready, man. Sold. I'm ready. Yeah. I want that guest Send spot. Send it, clip it and shit. Dude, it I think Peloton. that's the future. I don't think Peloton has realized that's the f- is guest spots. Yeah. Celebrity be, guest that spots. That could be fucking good. Fire. Yeah. And I'm sure plenty of fucking celebrities are on that. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Greg from Apparently UK. Queen B. Beyonce's on yeah. Peloton. Apparently Damn, she uh, owns one. Don't know if she rides it. Okay. It's like, how much is it? It's like five grand. It's fucking or expensive. Dude, that shit's insane. Dude. Yeah. That's insane. That's why when I fucking got the thing, I was like, this is dumb. This is fucking stupid. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's... uh. Yeah, and I'm saying that as I bought like a hundred pieces of workout equipment for myself during COVID. Like oh, yeah, me shit. too. That I have Stretchy not touched. Bands. I've literally not touched. Egg weights. <laughs> I'm like shadow boxing in the corner, like fucking Bruce Lee. I mean, ah! we were real desperate in the beginning of COVID. Oh my God, dude. I kept it. I didn't realize, like, I actually kept it going though with yeah. like, you know, workouts and whatnot. Like I was, I was good. What killed me wasn't COVID. It was like at the tail end of the COVID one. Well, what killed me was living with my mommy who yeah. was, you know, making me chicken tendies every day. And I, also- I remember the day that I died. My workout enthusiasm died. It was two months into COVID. And I think I told you this. Every night, I would creep down the hill yeah. of West Hollywood and break into the uh, park. And they had like a jungle gym. And I would get it in. And there was this dude, this really fit gay dude, that would be there at the same time every night, like mm-hmm. two in the morning. Because that's when we could avoid the patrols. And we would dap up. How you, you doing, You bro? George Michael. Yeah, bro. It was just something about like having someone else out there trying to get fit. And when you have one other person to play off of, it's just better. We are literally the gayest straight dudes Dude, in no, America. We're super gay. That is what you're what you're explaining is gay culture. But two months, like '90s gay in, culture, going yeah, to the dude, park. If we had hooked up. It would have been so hot. Would, <laughs> I would have used it during my Peloton ride. Uh, I went down, and they had they had barricaded the park, like the 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 jungle gym equipment. Yeah. They had built a physical which, which is homophobic. Oh, so it was it's so the awful. most homophobic. But I remember that like broke me. And like I was trying to like work out in my room and it just gets like, dude, when you were like six months in and everything was like musty. Yeah. And you're doing the same workouts every day. I I literally felt like I was in like Alcatraz, 
just like working out in my ISO. You know what I mean? And I just, it, it just, I could, I couldn't. Yeah, I lost my mind. It fucking. Yeah, that was weird, dude. And yeah. then you had people in the South who were just like, nothing is going Jim's on. Jim's fucking open. Growing up, I had very poor skin. Uh, it I, shows. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I carry myself like a kidding. man who had skin issues. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, a lot of it I developed during wrestling, and I had to become very meticulous about my skincare routine. Uh, and so finding the right product has always been very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that is until that is until disco you're right yeah good thing there's disco all disco products were specifically created for male skin issues like under eye bags because mm -hmm. dudes can get them too dark circles acne razor burn oily skin dry skin wrinkles yeah these are a lot of people don't realize you know dudes have these problems as well I'm sick and tired of that's right I'm sick and tired of this. You know, 2021 actually, dudes rock. I use disco summer. products. I use their eye under eye and I use their moisturizer yesterday. And a makeup artist on set told me that my skin was great. She was just being nice. She said know. my skin was very well moisturized. Wow. She was just, you know. Yeah. Okay. I've, uh, I've been using the disco starter <laughs> set for, I think, oh my God, like four weeks now, five weeks now. And obviously, you know, the makeup artist in Hollywood notices how great my skin looks. Everyone yeah. else can too. It's probably also because Disco makes all their products right here in the United States. That's right. That's and you true. won't believe this next part. Oh, what's this? I I don't even know if I should say it. To say it. Okay, I'll say it. It's from an Ivy League dermatologist. That's wow. Right. An okay. Ivy League dermatologist. All right. None yeah. of them snickle fritz, middle of America schools, Ivy League. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a simple and convenient way to upgrade the appearance of your skin in three simple steps for just 60 seconds a day. You can use the face cleanser stick, which fights acne and oily skin. Yep. You can use the exfoliating face scrub, which prevents razor burn and ingrown hairs. Yep. Definitely get those. The hydrating face moisturizer hydrates your skin and prevents wrinkles. That's right. So folks, if you want to check out Disco, and their incredible skincare products for yourself, we have a special offer for the fear and molding audience. What is that, Will? Listen, you go to www.letsdisco.com slash fear or enter fear at your checkout for 30% off your first order. That's letsdisco.com slash fear, okay? And if you don't know how to spell that, it's F-E-A-R. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. At checkout for 30% off your first order. Thank, Thank you, you, Disco. disco. <laughs> Nailed that. <laughs> Bro, I remember I went home for Thanksgiving to North Carolina and the 24-hour or the uh, Anytime Fitness was open. And like my mom was worried that I was having like a, a, like a, like a, a break because I, I was in there like five, six hours a day. I was just in there fucking the gym equipment. Man. Yeah. After was, a year was, of being locked so inside, I was like, oh, fucking bicep curl, it's so good. I would go there like twice a day. When the when the gyms reopened, it was yeah. so wonderful. Oh my God, it was, like, it was so fucking... sick. Do you remember when the gyms were maskless for a minute? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and then, you know. Bro, and then you like go back and you're just sucking on a wet diaper. I can't do that. <sighs> like I, I just, I have not been back. I've not been back to Equinox since like, is it's it? tough, man. But you know what? Safety first, and we we 
we observe the rules. We're not rule breakers here. I just, I, I, I work out outdoors now with my trainer, but what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, he has a fucking whole like gym. Oh, like dude, I outdoors, dude, okay. What I had in my head was like Rocky Four, like you like chopping. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pulling. Uh, yeah, stuff. I'm pulling a lotta. God, that would be so <laughs> down hot. the street, bro. If you just streamed no. you doing an outdoor workout, just like chopping stumps, no, you probably I, I do. do, have, more I do views. sled push. Oh, I do. I do. What kind of sled are you pushing? Uh, it's just like a regular workout sled oh. with like weights on That's it cool. and shit. I thought you were like pushing like a horse and buggy. No, that would be hot. Yeah, like wh why? Why are you turned on by Amish man? Drop my car in neutral and push it. Were you never there for that? I used to do that once a week when I was doing CrossFit. I would just drop my car in neutral and push you, it. I forget that. I, yeah. I like eliminated that part. Bro, of you my... forget that I was doing competition CrossFit. I do remember. And I no, almost I'm... won an event. Yeah, you were. Uh, I went CrossFit. and I fucking, they put me on the B team for my gym and I almost won the entire event. I remember. And the owner of my gym got pissed. And I think he might have made me do a much heavier lift that hurt me <laughs> because he's yeah, a little well, bit welcome to crossfit <laughs> yeah, um, which is like you know endless sequence of of injuries um but yeah that's uh that's one thing i've been fucking getting canceled non-stop yeah i don't know if you're as you do it is hot in here by the way it, it is, is very so i don't know if it's the peloton stories yeah <laughs> the penthouse forum peloton stories um yeah i uh I, at this point it's like what have you been canceled for recently? Uh, so the, it started with the fucking house, and then yeah. it got it picked up again with the Twitch leaks of the income. Yeah, and every week there's like a new thing. And uh, last week it was because a fan of mine went to a strip club and wore my merch, and a stripper friend of mine was there working and was like super stoked and sent me the video. That photo was fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't was, know why people are upset about that. I well, people are upset about that because they just like fucking hate sex work. They think like all that sex is work so is sex trafficking. Dumb. All sex work is dehumanizing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, you think that dumbass. Not every sex worker, like sex workers don't think that. Yeah. Sex workers would like to live in a world where they can do that and yeah. then not get fucking brutalized and dehumanized, but you won't let that happen because, right. you know, ooh, you're puritanical so values. Stigmaed about it. You're yeah. so backwards about and it's it. Like, and it's like leftists, too. Leftist swerves are so fucking weird. Swerves, for those of you who don't know, means sex work exclusionary radical feminists. Uh, they're, they're so strange. Like, it's like they, they become incredibly reactionary towards... Uh, people who are engaging in consensual sex work in a safe environment yeah um so far they went so far as to like literally shay was like defending herself in my fucking uh twitter replies like i am the person who shot the video like there was consent uh and also like i am not being exploited what the fuck are you talking about i can't about? believe people got and, that and motherfuckers were that. like no you are hopefully they can treat you like a human one day it's like dude what are you do you hear yourself like how are Bro, you fucking that racist? also is like people have never been in like a major strip club like that because well, yeah. if you've ever been in scores in new york you don't fuck around like you don't fuck around in certain strip clubs in the United there's States. There's like, there's also like an etiquette to all of that. Yes, and like, you know, that's exactly what I'm talking about. They will consumer. bounce your house. Um, but yeah, I mean, all work is inherently exploitative. Like it's not like sex work is not more dehumanizing than fucking working at McDonald's. I'm sorry. Well, I, I mean, know people it, fucking. It depends on the customer. If you're a fucking shitbag customer in a strip club, exactly. you're probably a shitbag customer in a in a BK. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. 
It depends on the person being the consumer. Be a better consumer. Don't be a fucking animal yeah, either no, treat, in the service industry the, or a strip Yeah, club. treat the people that are performing a service for you with fucking respect exactly. and dignity. And most people don't do that. And, right. and that's what, like, all the sex workers I talk to, that is the common thread, which is that, like, I used to work at fucking Starbucks. Yes. And it sucked ass. Right. And I would much rather, you know, get money getting naked on the internet. Right. And if you're a good patron at the BK... They might let you do the, you know, suicide down the row of sodas and get all the sodas in one cup multiple times. And if you're a good patron at the strip club during your lap dance, you might get the gentle grip on your wrists so you can touch their titties. That's how being a good consumer goes, right? You get rewarded. Yeah. Be be a good person in general. But right. regardless, uh, people were very mad about that. Like Vice wrote an article about it. Philip about the strip club thing? Yeah, dude. I like that's what I'm saying. It, it's gotten to a point where I can't fucking tweet something out, like where uh, you know I consented. Nah, dude, that's the other person ridiculous. consented, but Swerf Twitter didn't consent, so Twitter didn't consent. So now it's a fucking story. And I, that one actually makes me more upset than the house thing. It's like fucking insane because I agree with the people who hate you. And then the now the <laughs> yeah now now this iteration has become like fucking. Uh, I, I said like Valkyrie released mm -hmm. her skincare product mm -hmm. called Reflect. And yeah. you know me. I like literally notoriously don't know shit about this. So I was That's like right. being supportive. I was like, yeah, like I'm sarcastic, but also supportive, making a joke about, you know, me not knowing anything about skincare. I said right. something along the lines of like, I'm gonna drop my three in one, you know, yeah. body wash and use this now. No, I've seen your bathroom. Yeah. It's, I did let me describe. Hassan's bathroom is the three in one V like whatever the fuck he washes his entire person with. I have Dr. Bronner's now. He has That's 18 in one. He has a treasure trove of products that people and brands have sent him That's true. that he's never opened. There has been three separate occasions, and this is not a joke, that I had to crack the seal on whatever moisturizer was in your bathroom to use it. And they're good too. There's like it's some good, good shit. shit. Yeah. I've stolen from you oh, many God. times. You know this. Fair. Just so you know, when you send Hassan a P.O. box, there's a good chance that I am the benefit. <laughs> I am the recipient of, of the things you're sending him yeah. because he just he doesn't use those nice things. So apparently Reflect is uh is is like supposed to, you know, offer you like SPF style protection against blue light. Not mm. UV light, but blue light. Right. And I don't fucking know. I just saw. I just thought it was some fucking marketing gimmick, which it literally is. Mm. And it turns out that there's not like conclusive data yet on mm. whether or not blue light can hurt you right. and like hurt your skin. Right. I mean, there's some information available on blue light with your eyes and like you know seeing, uh, getting exposed to blue light like right before you go to sleep. It can like disrupt your sleep cycle. But there's some there's some studies conducted on it that says it can hurt your skin. Some that don't say that right uh some that say the opposite that it's mm. like negligible it's not important but otherwise it's like it's fucking skincare and and i thought to myself of course or rather talked about it on stream where i was like you know motherfuckers like every single twitch streamer has like a g fuel sponsorship those those things have lead in them <laughs> like the fuck are you talking about Dude, actually like, True. yeah, you're not going to get mad at your favorite fucking gamer with the G Fuel sponsorship, but you're going to get yeah. mad because what, like, 
someone is selling soap, you're never going to use soap. You're That's on right, a- fam. We got our new G Fuel uh, lead paint flavored paint chip. No, I just like rocket wild. pop. And by the way, I don't even have a fucking problem with G Fuel sponsorships no, I, either. Because like, I get what you're saying. I, I fucking drink Dye Mountain Dew every day. Bro, we are the last two motherfuckers to be talking about skincare. We should talk to our good friends over at Disco. Yeah, that's why. They would probably know. But, but I, yeah, the I, Ivy League dermatologist, I want right. to have him on the show. I, I know exactly what you're saying. And what you're saying is like, we are not, and, and, and this is the other thing. And I, this is the point I want to make. Just because you are an expert in politics and just because I am an expert in film does not mean our expertise spills over into every section of the internet. And it's always funny when people are like, what, what's your take on X, Y, and Z? And it's like, I don't know. I tell fart jokes on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the, I'm not a derm. It's just, it's fucking weird that people think that like (laughs) every, every instance of me conducting myself out in the wild has to be advancing the cause of global revolution. It's like, No, dude, like, I, I watch Moment of Truth a lot on stream and, like, talk about Kissy. Chill the fuck out. Okay, yeah. I'm a hedonist, though. Like, uh, I, I enjoy, I like to enjoy things, okay? Life is not meant to be fucking joyless. Maybe it is for you, but, you know, get the fuck out of my mentions. And my other thing is this, dude. Here's the thing. Is, like, there, <laughs> there's a difference between, like, you sending a congratulation tweet however ironic to a friend and you like promoting the product you know what i mean like you're not doing an ad for it i i don't know it's that that i felt felt bad afterwards too because like i know she that's why i was thinking like am i am i simping right now like i don't know because i I felt bad she said like she was like so excited about it she's like i've been working on this for two years i can't wait to like show what you what i've been working on and then you know fucking dudes on the internet are like fuck you like people who will never use moisturizer yeah. in their entire lives were like you're fucking scamming your 14 year old audience is like dude yeah. it literally first of all welcome to marketing okay <laughs> that's uh, I, like i feel like sometimes i have to sit people down and be like so this is what marketing is yeah are you saying that your marketing is lies then i'm like yes that's <laughs> what marketing is marketing is lying to you it's propaganda it's lying to you to sell a product okay my my take on this and it's like i think it's very similar to my situation with train wrecks and his gambling a lot of people were asking me for like for me to like openly disavow train wrecks and everything he does and whatever and my take was this the whole time listen do i gamble on my stream no Do I think that gambling on Twitch is positive? No. But like at the same time, I don't work at Twitch, nor do I work at any of these like gaming institutions that that push this stuff. And Train is the first one to admit that he like, he agrees that it's not great. Like he'll tell you not to gamble. So as long as it's not on my stream, as long as I've said time and time again that I don't agree with it, I don't feel like I have to go through and disavow everything he does. You have to literally fly out and and right. Put train under citizen's arrest. Exactly. It's like, I don't control, leave that up to Twitch. If Twitch agrees that it's something that is so damaging, Twitch will deal with it. It's not up to creators to like put together these, these like witch hunts. And to be fair, most of the time someone does put together like the anti, like this blue light is killing people or, or gambling is going to murder your children. It's because they're doing it to get more attention. 
Yeah, but the other part about that is that, like, and this is where you and I disagree, uh, I think, because, yeah, like, I was very vocal about my criticisms, and, like, I mean, I didn't, like, reach out to Twitch and be like, you need to cut this shit out, but I knew that it was inevitably going to happen, and they kind of did. They enforced it, but, um, like, I personally think that, like, crypto rug pulls or, you yeah. know, getting kids, like, addicted to gambling is significantly worse than, like, selling them fucking moisturizer and soap with a marketing gimmick attached to it like so uh, people that were trying to moralize this by being like oh so you would be fine if someone was selling asbestos infused candles i was like no because that kills people <laughs> okay like no i don't i don't think that someone should be selling fucking like knowingly selling cancer laden products okay that's entirely different than soap you're getting mad. At the end of the day, you are getting mad over someone fucking selling soap with a marketing gimmick. No one is like, oh my God, Blue Light is murdering me. Like, that's not what they're fucking doing. It's just soap with a marketing gimmick. They should have probably promoted it as like anti-aging instead. You know what I mean? That would, that's that's a funny thing. Which it? is also just as yeah, yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. as the Blue Light thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of just like the the outrage of a collective outrage of the internet and people are just mad i get why people are mad i understand it just use it towards something good there is a uh there's a massive amount of labor momentum happening all around the country which is what we should be talking about right now so let's let's finally get to like the actual uh news now there are massive supply chain issues okay massive supply chain issues we briefly touched on this you know you might not be able to get your treats when it comes down to, you know, holiday season. Mm. And that's a big problem, okay? For Americans, that's a big problem. We love our treats. That's why we fucking got out of our uh, seats, got out of our couches, and we we're like, we need to open up the hair salons back, brother. What the fuck? Like, I need to go to Applebee's because, like, everything falls apart when Americans can't consume. Okay. I've heard you make this statement many times. I agree with the Applebee's wholeheartedly. I agree with the treats wholeheartedly. The haircuts thing, I do not agree. The haircuts thing is a dignity thing. And for a lot of like middle Americans, like those little dignifiers, those little things are like, they're they're massive. Yeah, I mean, that's, you say dignity, but like it still literally revolves around like uh, a cultural signifier that is uh, uh, essentially a consumption of a commodity or I, a service. I, I, I disagree. It's, it's like... It, if you know any like elderly, like grandmothers, right? If they don't have their like hair done, it's, it's like a, it, it's like a dignity thing. Then. I know, it's but like you a, know, it's you like know an independence and you know what happens when you do as a grandma, try to go get your hair done you, in the middle yeah. of COVID, you fucking die. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. So, you know, people were fucking losing their minds over this. And I think it's going to get become an even larger problem. Transportation secretary, people to judge predicted on Sunday, that supply chain issues facing the U S will continue into 2022, mm-hmm. but stress that Congress is potentially passing president Joe Biden's infrastructure proposal is the best way to help alleviate those problems. Which is true, by the way. I mean, a part of our part of our supply chain problems revolve around a lack of manufacturing in the mm. United States of America. Wonder how that happened. Mm, that's crazy. Uh, another part of it is because our in there our, our infrastructure is crumbling. That's where the fucking trucks go. You know what I mean? Like that's where our ships are. Uh, our, our dams are breaking. Our bridges are uh, in a state of disrepair. Trucks go over that shit. Okay, you need to fix it. Uh, and the infrastructure bill does that. Um, 
And then also people are overworked and they're angry. We have a tight labor market. For once, it's actually a tight labor market. And that's the reason why the Chamber of Commerce is fucking losing their minds all the time. And uh, you're starting to see a lot of the workers unironically rise the fuck up. And what I mean by that is it's striketober, baby. We got 10,000 workers at uh, 10,000 United Auto Workers at John Deere facilities striking currently um, because uh, they got a 5% pay raise uh, only and uh, their their KPIs were directly tied to their performance overall, performance that was completely out of their hands because of the disruption in the supply chain. So like they're not getting their deliverables, so they can't make shit on the assembly line in the same expediency that they normally would be able to mm -hmm. in an undisrupted supply chain. So, um, so all of a sudden you're getting a fat fucking, you know, uh, you're getting a loss on your paycheck that you normally uh, would see. All the while, uh, John, uh, John Deere is uh, raking in the profits. Uh, I think they brought in like $6 billion last year. Um, you know, there's still layoffs runs happening. Like a deer. Yeah. They, they get 5%. Inflation is 5.4. So they're technically also taking a pay cut there. The CEO, on the other hand, 160% raise. 160% raise for the CEO. A lot of times it's like tied to the company stock prices. So, of course, yeah. that's uh, part of the reason. So, of course, well, he uh, he they to, uh, they thought this was unacceptable. There's you wanted to buy the house next year. So, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, the John, yeah, the CEO of John Deere wanted to be my neighbor in the, in the so neighborhood that I live in. Jack it up. Yeah. Um, so, Basically, that is the reason why uh, they were uh, rising up on that. They were uh, the the John Deere workers were striking or are still striking. It's an ongoing effort. You have Kellogg's workers that are striking for similar reasons. I think some of the factories wanted to move over to Mexico. Mm. Um, there, uh, some of the production was going to move over to Mexico. You have the Iatse strike, massive strike. We talked about that last week a little bit. Sixty thousand. Um, background workers on every fucking Hollywood uh, set and and uh, are, are profoundly important parts of Hollywood production. Yep. Uh, they authorized the strike with a 98% uh, yes vote. Um, the the uh, union leadership actually negotiated with the Motion Pictures Association and that uh, they're no longer striking. They were slated to on Monday. Um, they're waiting to ratify the agreement that came back down, but a, a lot of the rank and file, not very happy with that. Uh, they, they are at a disagreement with the union leadership there and think that, uh, no, they should go back and strike because some of the, uh, some of the benefits that the union leadership advocated for was unfortunately, um, not as Present. good as what they should get, whether it be residuals that they are still not getting from streaming services, um, or even, 10-hour turnarounds. A lot of the locals in Niyatse already had 10-hour turnarounds. 10 hours, by the way, meaning you're working 14-hour days and you only have 10 fucking hours to like drive uh, back home. I remember. Yeah. Eat, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Eat ramen and then fucking fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's that's horrifying when you when you think about that. But hey, at least MLK Day is going to be a national or it's going to be a holiday. Uh, no working on that. So, um. So all of that is uh, currently uh, riling people up. I mean, right now, and I said this before, I think Steve Adore's longshoremen and uh, truck drivers, the Teamsters, hmm. probably are the most powerful people in the country. These unions, if they were to say, 
oh, well, you want us to work 24-7? Because that's what Joe Biden like literally did. He talked to the union leadership to ensure that the uh, California ports are yeah. now working 24-7. flow. Yeah. The spice must flow. Spice must flow. Hey, by the way, I uh, just watched Dune. But I know. We'll, we'll talk. We'll get into that. Oh, okay. Why are you saying it like that? Oh, I don't know, Twitch. How about you take two steps back and fuck yourself, Twitch? Oh, Jesus. I heard the list of people you invited, and the fact that you left off the film guy, the only person who uses your watch party function, is despicable. It's kind of funny that, like, yeah, you are literally disgusting. Yeah. I'm sorry. Continue. I. Is this a weird time to tell you that I had a plus one and I invited someone else? No, that's fine. I don't want to be a plus one. Oh, okay. I want to be, I am Twitch's film person. Okay. Like, hello? Okay. All right. Well, um, hello? It's right. Workers are rising up at Twitch as well. Um, yeah, I'm starting my strike. Yeah, but uh, to go back to go back to the story, there are $17 billion in the president's infrastructure plan for ports alone. And we need uh, to deal with these long-term issues that have made us vulnerable to these kinds of bottlenecks when there are demand fluctuations, shocks and disruptions like the ones we that have been caused by the pandemic. Um, of course, this is leading to uh, what is known as inflation as well because the price of goods are going up because everyone, there's a there's an asset bubble. So everyone has a lot of money or everyone thinks they have a lot of money. Some of that wealth is just in the stock market. Uh, so it's not like real money is fake. It's magic. Whatever. Um, what? You know, I just. What? This is not financial advice. This is not financial advice. Stocks yeah, you know are I mean. not quote unquote fake money. Okay. Well, there's not, there's not liquid. Okay. That's what I mean. They're, <laughs> they're assets. So, um, but what I mean by that is that uh, a lot of people have actual capital. A lot of people have actual like cash to spend. So there is a tremendous demand for goods and the supply chain is disrupted. So there's not a lot of supply. It's driving up the cost of goods. Yep. Um, you can't buy a car at right now. I mean, it's like, it's the, the secondhand, like used car uh, market has become this insane, Wild. like Mad Max uh, style uh, free for all. Mm. I think like, uh, was it, I think it was Hertz or maybe Enterprise that like literally sold off all of their rentals. What is that? Mad Max. Oh, that's okay. the V8 oh, engine. Okay, you didn't know that that oh. they do the V8 yeah. as like a sign of worship. Oh, I didn't. I don't remember that. But anyway. you shall ride forever, shiny and chrome. You want to know why I know that and you don't know that? Because I'm the fucking film guy, Twitch. Yeah. That's that's right. I can't. He watches Baki the Grappler in bed. I'm doing lessons on the Sixth Seal. Okay, first of all. Seventh seal. Eighth seal? I don't know how many seals. That's how flustered I am. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you kind of ruined your cred by, by fucking up the title. But hey, whatever. No, I did it as a gag. Oh. Okay. Well, I look. Hope. The Build Back Better plan is good. Overall, Joe Manchin is a big bottleneck. Kind of like the supply chain bottleneck. Kirsten Cinema is in Europe right now. Yeah. People are writing puff pieces about her sartorial choices. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm losing my mind. Like you are still dressing like her, though. That's not true. Like I have like a very. Normal you have outfit. said, and I quote, 
She is my fashion icon. Okay, that was a joke. That was on to TBH with JH. I did, that was I said that. That was a joke. a joke. Yes, that was a joke. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Don't attack me. I, I'm not the one who didn't invite you to Dune, which was fucking awesome. By mm. the way, oh, it was so good. Bitterness rising. Oh, it's so good. I enjoyed it Anger so much. Rising. I was like, wow. Have you even watched the original? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did. The the David Lynch one, right? Not the Jodorowsky. House Harkonnen. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was really good. I, it was, I think it was better than the Lynch one. Interesting. But Lynch hated that, so it's like doesn't even matter. It doesn't count. House Harkonnen, but, spice. I, I will bend like a reed in the wind. But um, yeah, fear that's is the mind killer. That's do, where do they do at. the fear is the mind killer monologue. Fear is the mind killer. Yeah, I must not oh. fear. The they don't. They don't do the monologue, but they they mention it like a bunch. Oh. Anyway, okay. Let's let's move on from Dune, and let's move on from uh, the problems that the labor force is currently sure. experiencing. Um. In other news, yeah. Colin Powell died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And a Reagan boy. Uh, well, a Bush boy. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was. Uh. uh a profoundly important individual mm-hmm. <laughs> in, of course, the lies that the American government told to uh, cause endless amounts of cruelty, brutality, uh, destabilization, death, destruction in the world. It's, I personally it's don't interesting care. then that his death will become a symbol for how real the problems of COVID <laughs> are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like out of all of the members in that administration, I mean, he he is a. a a horrible person you can't be a good person and be in the bush administration there's no shot right and the reagan administration and the reagan administration as well yeah he did some really fucked up shit but ultimately he died at the age of 84 from covid complications but he also literally had cancer yeah, parkinson's, and, and parkinson's and uh he was fully vaccinated but uh of course despite being fully vaccinated uh if you have you know if you're 84 years old and you have a whole bunch of issues, like, you still can die. Um, he was the, uh, he was basically, like, the first black person to be, the first black man to be in a really high uh, positions in the government, first black national security advisor during the end of Ronald Reagan's presidency. Not great, okay? Literally not great. All in all, not bad. Um, not bad at all. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and and the youngest and first African-American chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President George H.W. Bush, yep. where he famously uh, was used as the, the, uh, the reasonable voice in the room to go and lie to the entire planet about how he, uh, by, about weapons of mass destruction and- Yellow uh, cake uranium. Yellow maybe. cake uranium existing in Iraq, which- was disproven time and time again, but a lie that uh, the media, including the New York Times, completely signed on to and advocated for nonetheless, which again is uh, how we got into Iraq to begin with. So not a good guy. Uh, my favorite thing though, about the uh, call, I don't know why I'm phrasing it like that. My favorite thing about Colin Powell's death <laughs> is... A statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. Oh, no. Can I read this to you? You may. Would you like to hear what he had there? This is is real. You're going to be like, this is not real, right? Come on. Uh, Listen, nothing can surprise me about this man now. Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. 
Hope that happens to me someday. <laughs> wow. He was a classic rhino, Republican in name only. If even that, always being the first to attack other Republicans, he made plenty of mistakes. But anyway, may he rest in peace. Wow. Brilliant. That is God. a 10 out of 10 post. Jeez. Donald Trump is such a good poster. He's even setting up for the I told you so after he died moment. Look. Yeah. Look at how they butchered me after I died. Yeah. He's he, it's just, I, I, miss I, him. I, I don't. So the whole pal death thing is like most deaths for me. I think like celebrating someone's death is, is ghoulish. Um, oh, I'm a ghoul, baby. What's a ghoul to a guy? I don't want to be a fiddling Benz. That's how the Irish would say it. What's a ghoul to a goblin? I think I'm a ghoul. He's a goblin. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I obviously uh, not a great guy, um, but you know, I don't know. That's my take. That's fucking great. <laughs> that was that was an incredible take by you on the call about. I mean, I'm just kidding. I know. I know. When I someone's know. dead, it's like they're dead. They're yeah, gone. exactly. Um, they're fucking dead, uh, and uh, a lot of people get worried, and they think. How will people remember me? And that's part of the reason why. That's the main motivator for a lot of people in, in how they treat the dead with respect, right? Because mm. um, I was talking to XQC about this as well. And he was like, well, why are they like, you know, reducing someone to their worst moments? Those are my words, not his. But and, and that's something that people do. And it's like, well, it's because this person never faced accountability. Like, Right. He only came out and was like, oh, man, I really fucked up with that yellow cake shit. Oh, shucks. Like, when it was fashionable to do so, he never took a stance. Uh, I don't know if he even took a public stance against it at the time, uh, if it would have mattered, because everyone was so fucking gung-ho about going into Iraq and num 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 num, -num getting that sweet, sweet, juicy oil. Yeah. But, oh. um, but ultimately, like, yeah, he could have done something else. He knew that the information was eh, a little suspect. That's why they were so conflicted on it originally. Yeah. Right. But uh, ultimately, he did exactly what uh, his bosses told him to do, which is lie to the rest of the fucking planet. Uh, and uh, that's uh, completely unacceptable because this isn't a person who had like a couple bad takes or had a heated gaming moment, even or whatever the fuck. This is a person who was, you know, personally responsible for so much death and so much destruction and millions of lives lost or or in a state of disrepair so sorry i'm not gonna you know the only thing i'll say about it is like why is it never henry kissinger like <laughs> how many fucking years does this does this goblin have to fucking live on the planet like are you kidding me are you fucking kidding see me? that's fair he's not dead yeah but like how how is he not dead? I mean, Dick Cheney is never going to die. Fake I think heart. a lot of those like old monsters are like the emperor, right? They they're fueled by hate. Yeah, no, it's Let just the like darkness consume you and and adrenochrome babies yeah. for sure. Search your feelings; you know it to be true. It's just like it's wild. The it's dark like side. Evil or never evil people never get never see the repercussions. Yeah, I mean, and ultimately, Billy like, Joel told us only the good die yeah yeah i mean and and ultimately like you're colin powell you get celebrated in, in the last like in the autumn of your life or whatever and uh you die at the age of 84 surrounded by your fucking friends and family you know what i mean like 
he won. And so did Donald Rumsfeld. You know what I mean? Like these guys uh, were, were maybe not like super beloved figureheads, but it doesn't matter. They secured power. They did horrifyingly evil things uh, when they were in positions of power. And then they fucking had the, the, the uh, privilege to be able to die alongside their, their loved ones quietly when a 14 year old Iraqi child never, never, ever saw that. He was born in Iraq and his life has been death ever since because of the actions of people like that. So fuck them. Like, that's just the way I think about it. Hmm. I use it as an opportunity to go against the media narrative, which tries to, uh, you know, whitewash and, and paper over the, the monstrous things that these evil people do on a regular basis. But it's the motivation, like I mentioned already, uh, that keeps everyone playing into this facade. Uh, you know, because Hassan, they want to say a lot about that, but I well. just what I'm hearing is that you were upset that a man of color was in power, you know? Like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. I mean, I do criticize Obabe too. So, you know, that's yeah. You know, I mean, that's yeah. I think that's the where's subtext. this energy for the whites, sweaty? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anywho, what else is on our, our little do kit of news? Isn't didn't I see that <laughs> Donald Trump is suing to try and keep the events of. The Capitol storming secret. Yeah, Donald Trump is stopping, suing to stop the release of the documents related to the Capitol riot. He's suing the Democrat-led House Select Committee that's investigating the January 6th <laughs> attack on the U.S. Capitol, as well as well, the National Archives. On what stop- grounds is he suing? I, I, like, I literally don't understand that. They're, I'm not, I shit you not, uh, uh, executive privilege. Like, they, like please, he's no longer this the, is going to be very embarrassing. He's no longer the president, but he's like trying to still invoke the... <laughs> please, let's just keep it... Hey. It's the past. Is, he's like me. The past is the past. Okay. Yeah. All right. They're not storming right now. And uh, we're yeah. still fine. They're they're uh, he's suing uh, the National Archives to try to stop documents related to the riot from being turned over to the panel. Uh, Trump had urged former officials in his administration not to comply with subpoenas from the White House panel, citing executive privilege. Of course, executive privilege only applies to seated yeah. presidents yeah. and not former <laughs> the head of the executive, not former presidents, yeah. but like. But this actually ties into the Colin Powell thing. And the reason why is because there is a little bit of solidarity amongst the elites because they don't want to be remembered poorly for the horrible, horrible things that they've done. They want to be remembered fondly. So that's precisely why the next of kin in the leadership, the next administration refuses to prosecute the previous one because they're fearful that that will turn around and, and, you know, yeah. Bite them in the ass as well. That's precisely why Barack Obama famously said, we must not look you know, backwards. We must look forward. Uh, yeah. yeah, we torture some folks. Uh, <laughs> if you like your torture, you can keep it. Um, and and refuse to prosecute war criminals in the previous administration despite running, you know, on a, on a clear anti-war narrative. I mean, he did the troop surge. He accelerated uh, uh, drone strikes uh, by an order of magnitude. Uh, and and he also famously uh, extrajudicially murdered an American citizen with a drone strike. So that was kind of a, a big no-no, big deal. Yeah. Um, and never really scaled back on our surveillance state. And, and, you know, all of these were gigantic issues, but he did all of that and didn't even, you know, criminally prosecute any of the Wall Street executives either for the 2008 financial crisis. Yeah. So... And offer them a golden parachute. God, Barack Obama did so much shitty things. Okay, so the point I'm trying to make, though, is that like... Here we go again. Hassan Piker taking shots 
<laughs> and another, yeah, and another black man in a position of power. So the point I'm trying to make, though, is that, like, there's a reason for why he ran on an anti-war narrative and then refused to do anything about it when he was in a position of power and, as a matter of fact, continued accelerating our warmongering, uh, you know, attitudes. Because that's the job, baby. That's exactly. And, and the same goes for Donald Trump. And if they were to turn around and, like, legitimately prosecute someone like Donald Trump for doing something that's, like, completely outside of the bounds of reason, like, completely, beyond, like, the regular military-industrial complex, like, uh, imperial warmongering and our efforts uh, to destabilize the entire fucking planet so we can extract natural resources from the third world, outside of all of that, like, internally and domestically, what Donald Trump did is a major no-no. Like, that's... Yeah. And that cannot go unpunished, and yet <clears throat> it most likely will... Because Donald Trump's going to inevitably run again. Donald Trump still <laughs> maintains so much control over the Republican constituencies. They love him. There are uh, a, a not insignificant number of people who think he's still the fucking president. You know what Dude. I mean? So, and they go to his rallies. So Donald Trump running again, that knowledge is kind of like the knowledge that I have to get prostate exams moving forward, right? It's just such an inconvenient truth. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a yeah. sadness that I'm putting giving in America the future. the big prostate exam. I dude, I just I don't <sighs> 2024. <laughs> Please. Good year, bro. We haven't even gotten done with COVID yet. Just give me one good year. No, nope, no, nope, not happening. No. Um <laughs> Please. so Please. So it's just, it's a madman. Madman trying to uh, maintain a grip of power. And uh, he has a lot of influence over the the Republican constituencies. So they are going to, you know, defend defend him. Yeah. No a matter grip, what happens, as they are. A grip of power. Yeah. That's an interesting terminology, Hassan. I, I'm like waiting for your segue to the America Me Up show. Oh, that's interesting because a grip of power is what led us to the shocking and controversial events of the 2005 Super Bowl. 2005 Super Bowl? That's right. Uh-oh. The year's 2005, there? and the price of gold is high. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl, or is this, like, not big enough for them to, like... Because you know, The year's 2005, the and the event is a large football game. <laughs> <laughs> would you say it's a super? Yes, I would say it's a super football game. Okay. Famously... Janet Jackson was the headliner. I know this one. Do you? A little bit, yeah. Okay, Janet Jackson was the headliner. And she was performing with America's sweetheart, Justin Timberlake. Piece of shit. The expectations for Janet were sky high. She was slated to perform the year previous, but was replaced with U2 at the last minute. That's whack. They gave a subpar performance. Expectations were so high because years previous, Janet's brother, Michael Jackson, gave what was considered the quintessential large football game performance. I mean, just a showstopper. So into the 2005 Super Bowl, America crept. Now, during that performance, something happened that was so shocking that it would forever change live broadcast television and be uh, cited as part of the part of the reason for the rise of success of YouTube. Oh wow! That event would simply be known as 
the wardrobe malfunction or nipple gate. I, I love this. So, Hassan, give me some more details though. The performance would last somewhere around 10 to 15 minutes. Okay, so I'm wrong. It's 2004. I'm being corrected. Yeah, it is 2004. There you go. I got the year wrong. I'm, I am fallible. I am human. Janet's performance goes off without it's, a hitch. It's a little anti-American of you. Not Sorry. The crowds are at a fever pitch. Everyone's having a wonderful time. At the end of Justin's song that has a lyric that goes, I'm going to have you naked. By the end of this song, Justin reaches up and grabs Janet's bustier. And from it, he tears one of the mammary regions, exposing Janet's naked breast, sporting a sunburst piercing. Everyone is shocked. Home audiences reel back in terror. The announcers of the game do their best to spin the narrative before the shockwaves even settle. Yes, 150 million viewers of the super game had just seen an exposed female breast. In the following days, the, the, the spin machine was wild. Was it planned? Was it part of the performance? Could they have known? Did they know who was responsible? My child saw a nipple. Is there tomorrow? Will tomorrow come post-nipple? <laughs> Some people wanted to change the calendar from BC and AD to BNAN before nipple. Okay, that, you made that nipple. part out. You made that Maybe part. I made that part up. Now, this is the controversial part, Hassan. The performance choreography, the night leading up to the performance were changed in secret. <gasps> they and Janet had designer Alexander McQueen alter her outfit at the last moment. Oh. So, to a certain extent, we know without any reasonable doubt that some level of outfit tearing was planned. MTV executives swear to this day that the original plan was to tear away part of Janet's skirt. Janet agrees. Now, what happens after that is that Justin Timberlake claims that there was supposed to be part of a red bra still covering the nip post-outfit tear and that that piece of the bra was shoved down during the performance. Hence, the wardrobe malfunction. Oh. Now, he gave a tearful apology, as did Janet. Not Cry as me a river. Exactly, which is another part of the fallout of this. Justin Timberlake was hardly punished for his culpability in exposing a nipple on television, whereas Janet, she was banned from all Viacom properties, radio, television. Wait. Really? Really. That is fucking And this nuts. event is That's cited bananas, as part of the rapid decline in Janet's career and poor subsequent album sales for Janet. This is a this is a 
landmark event in in television history. In, it in also American led to history. an FCC crackdown, from what I understand. Oh yes, tape delays were were mandatory and expanded because of Nipplegate. Um, there was also an indecency fine. Yes. Huge, but thousands CBS, and thousands but of CBS dollars. But CBS won the verdict on the FCC and DCC fine in two. MTV still had to pay out a, a, a huge amount of money, if I'm correct. That's Supreme Court rejected the FCC fine over 2004 wardrobe malfunction. Mm. Damn, they were still trying to get after it. Like they oh, took yeah. it all the way to the Supreme Court. Uh, a five hundred and fifty thousand dollar in DC fine, which is like pennies to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like nothing when you think about America it. was furious that they had seen a titty, Hassan. That's insane. They were furious. Like, who cares? You saw a fucking little nippy. Like, what? What's the problem? What's the big deal? Well, I'll tell you the problem. At the time, kids were watching. At the time, football was this infallible human institution. This is before the days of CTE. This is before the days before the, it of kneeling, right? Like football was this American institution that no one could touch. And in it, a nipple was introduced and our virgin eyes beheld that sweet, sweet nip and our lives were never the same. I remember where I was. I, was, I think I was like 15 years Bro, old. I was in Turkey and I remember this. Yeah, oh, it was huge. It was this the biggest was news like, in the world. This was like 9-11 level of yes, like coverage, dude. The fallout went for days. The investigation around it was so insane, and it's never really been resolved exactly what happened. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Is it? Well, I mean, it's obvious that, like— What's the, your the, take on the, it, Hassan? Was it all planned? I think that the nip-slip part of it was not intentional, mm. but, like, obviously— the intentional thing was like, you know, her outfit was supposed to. Can I give you one more off. piece of information that might change your take completely? Okay. Oh, no. The week leading into the event. Oh, God. Janet asked her famous stylist for him to procure a new and sensational nipple ring that she would wear specifically for the Super Bowl. From what I understand, there an, a USA Today investigation was conducted where... Uh, they went and asked Marcelo Garzon, 66 years old, an Ecuadorian tailor. They, like, asked if, you know, this was uh, deliberate. Uh, there was a confidentiality agreement, uh, so he didn't really elaborate on it too much. Um, but uh, go on. Yes, I know, that the, uh, I know that the nipple ring was new, but sometimes you want to get it. Yeah. That's why this that's why this story is so compelling, Hassan. It's it's like its own true crime narrative. Was the nipple planned? Was the nipple planned? It's up to you out there in the audience to make your own decision on this one. Well, even the the Fertini, Sally Fertini, the producer, the first woman to produce a Super Bowl halftime show. Yep. Actually praised uh Justin Timberlake, but not on Jackson when asked about Nipplegate. And said, I believe he kind of manned up and talked about it. And I'm not sure she really did. You know, Fatini, Fatini said, I'm glad his career has continued to flourish. I'm still a supporter and I have no regrets and disregard for Justin. So the man who ripped the nipple off yeah. and exposed it yeah. got less flack and continued to have a viable A lot of people career. talk about his privilege there, right? The white male comes out unscathed and the black female is left footing the bill. 
That is that is really messed up. It's very messed up. It's like it, it, that is an intersection. Do you want to hear something else? It's an intersection of marginalization right there. She's a woman and she's black. They were both banned from the Grammys, but <sighs> apparently because of his tearful apology, Justin was allowed to perform at the Grammys. Wow, powerful. While Janet was barred from attending. That's wild that we just like completely vilified Janet Jackson. Yep. I don't even. Like, I wouldn't go so far as to say she's a victim uh, in this situation, but she's closer to a victim than Justin Timberlake is. Well, I think my bottom line and is also removing myself from the from the heat of the story and being a storyteller, it's a nipple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to just say that, too. Like, that the offense itself yeah. is not as significant as you want to make it out to be. Right. And I think we get caught up in mass hysteria in a lot of situations like this. Oh, yeah. Where everyone is just like riled up and they're like, I'm angry. I don't know why, but like, this is a good reason for me to be angry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, People I think- People had acted like Janet Jackson came to their child's elementary school and beat the shit out of the kid, right? Like yeah. that was the, oh, oh yeah. Like it was crazy, man. It was bedlam. Yeah, at the end of it, while we were talking, he was like, okay, watch the halftime show. They're going to be a surprise at the end, said Daly, who keeps a laminated copy of the People magazine story that documented his role in the scandal. This is the uh, piercer. Yeah. Daly said he still has the second sunburst nipple shield. I had a pair of them. I still have the other one, I believe, believe it or not. They only purchased one. I was kind of happy to get rid of it. Nonetheless, he was never contacted during one of the most high-profile investigations over ever launched by the FCC. Um, it's... It is crazy. It's crazy. Like, even if even if she had, like, a nice little bra to cover it, like, uh, and, and it got, like, you know, shoved down. Yeah. Ultimately, who cares? Well, everyone in America. I mean, it's, l- listen. Yeah, the other thing is you got to factor is, like, if they did plan it, that's bold to be like, we're going to flash some nip at the Super Bowl. I mean, there's been a lot of that, right? MIA flipped everybody off. That was huge. Was that a big deal? That was huge. Why? Uh, 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 a brown woman flipping off the American audience? Yeah, I guess. Middle America was hot. They were pissed. Bro, middle America needs to get some bitches. Okay? Yeah, they're true. fucking, they are, they're just like horny to be victimized and angry at shit. When in fact, like, they're being brutalized every single day by... You know, jobs being fucking yeah. shipped overseas. and Well, anyway, there have been a lot of moments like this. The other one that comes to mind, Madonna tongue-kissing Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera in front of Justin Timberlake. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a, that was a big deal. Uh, that was a huge we, we, deal. We talked about this. Like, I mean, now, Zoomers now say that's queer baiting. Yeah. I feel like if you're Madonna, like, you're physically incapable of queer baiting. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Madonna. Like, what are you crazy? The Madonna. Like, like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like the the Zoomers they get mad at stuff like that. But I feel like if you ask like the elder gays, like not a single one of them would be like, "This is on a- <laughs> the el the elder gay yeah, council." The, the elder queers, like you know, lesbians and whatnot. Like it's fucking Madonna. Yeah, isn't she like a she's like Lady Gaga? She's like an icon. You know. Yeah. Anyway, that's this week's America Me Up. I feel america up right now. Do you feel america up? This is a good one. It's just, it's so strange to me that like uh, America is one of the most like hedonistic nations on the planet. 
you know, commodity consumption is a, a primary mode, a primary function of our working class, like more so than any like productive force. We yeah. are the consumption force. And yet like, um, sex is definitely used as a marketing tool. And but oh, for yeah. some reason we still have like incredibly puritanical views right. about well, like what women it's, can it's and can't so do. It's so arbitrary, the line, right? It's, it's like the, the line is like you can, have a, you can have a woman simulate sex all day. You can have Brooke Burke or whoever eat a cheeseburger while ha achieving full body orgasm. Yeah. You can but have those areolas better not show. Yeah, you can have the Peloton instructor, you know. Yeah, just telling me like fucking do it. Yeah. Pedal that goddamn bike. Do me bike, like you're you pedaling the fucking dirty bike. Oh, bastard. dirty boy. Yeah. And I'm I'm doing 8000 RPM. <laughs> you know. But but God forbid you see an areola, dude. No I shot. mean, the lyrics of the song are, have you naked by the end of the song? Yeah. The real disrespectful thing is that, like, or the real wildest thing is that Justin Timberlake fucking beatboxed for, like, an entire duration in the <laughs> 2000s. And no one, like, no I, one okay, was like, what I, are you listen, doing? I'm off, I'm off your train. That what shit was doing? hot. Mm. That shit was hot. Dude, at the end of Senorita, where he's like, he's like, fellas, I feel like something's heating up. Can I leave with you? Ladies. ladies. I know that's well, wait, what was it? I don't know what I think about really leaving with you. That shit was fire. Yeah. Still fire. You play also, that in a club today, everyone's singing. Also, along. Justin really like fucked Britney Spears up and like kind of well, I mean he contributed. Yeah, and and of course, yeah. Uh but kind of didn't really see any repercussions from that either. Dude, one of the funniest gifts you'll ever see in the world is during that Madonna kiss, she's kissing Britney, and the MTV coordinator brilliantly immediately cuts to Justin, and there's this take of him just going, like, he's so bitter. He's so upset. It's like, I could be there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the great, just, like, second cutaways of him just like, mm-hmm. Right. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he saw none of the repercussions for all of his No, he devious, dodged a bullet over and over All again. of his devious behavior. So, including the fucking Canadian tuxedo incident. Oh, my God. Devastating. Yeah, that's you just, just... You that, can't go I mean, out like that. That is just awful. Yeah. That's probably the worst. I think it's because he's hot. That's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. If you're like a... He, if makes, you're like, a, yeah, he makes a great dance tune. Yeah. If you're like an unthreatening, like conventionally attractive white dude you can really get a lot you can really get away with a lot of shit yeah and, and as long as you make them them tracks yeah make those tracks that dude. too that too for sure i mean r kelly almost got away with like trafficking well, he literally did get away with uh peeing on a minor yeah on on a video tape yep and then couldn't get away with continuously doing that uh <laughs> doing that in the most like yeah brutal systematic yeah, way possible he, by creating like a you know, harem of of he made the ignition remix, dude. Yeah. You gotta weigh those things. Trapped in the closet. <laughs> Trapped in the closet's not good. Have I you just, ever watched all Trapped in the Closet? I fuck yeah, I have. Dude. I, Game of Thrones level twists on that. But yeah, exactly. A little person in the in the is the cop. Yeah. <laughs> it's just spoiler alert. It's the it's the I'm trapped in the closet. All right, that's this episode. Okay. Gonna have you naked by the end of this pod. Cut it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I need you to do the following. Put your hand on your mouse. Move that mouse in an orbital fashion until the cursor lands atop one of the buttons you see on your screen. Hit the subscribe, hit the bell, hit the follow, whatever you please so that you can get the most fear and molding for your buck.